Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by Seven Sisters Homeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki, and I am here just on my own today to talk about uh, developing honors credits for the homeschool transcript. We've had a request for this several times, so we're going to lean into it and uh, really let you understand how to easily and in a meaningful way create some honors credits for your teen's transcripts. So first off, what is an honors credit? So if you have a teen who's headed for college, a lot of the colleges want to know the level of rigor that a course, especially the core courses, have been worked on. So let me give you kind of a brief overview of how we do it in our area. So there's not one right way to homeschool high school, and there's not one right way to assign credits. You won't find a a unified way of designating credits on the transcript because it just doesn't exist. So I'll tell you how we do it in our area. And as long as you include the information on how you develop a credit on the transcript, like make a little legend down in the corner, then you will be fine with uh, however you present that information in the actual body of the transcript. So, okay. So let's start with a general overview. So we develop different levels for the transcript. So for teens who are struggling, really struggling in an area and need remedial work, we call that level one. So we discuss it as levels. And so those teens, um, we're not talking about college level work. They're doing um, like basic remedial catch up. And that's fine. You know, for a teen who needs remedial work, you want to do that. Then level two is average high school level. Most um, textbooks are written at an average level or a college prep level. So the easier texts, the ones that are easier to get through are the ones that you would call average. So if you're thinking like in the sciences, the uh, Westfield Studios uh, 101 series of courses, those are average level courses. So very easy to get through, easy to be understood. So that does not um, preclude a kid from getting into college if they have some average level courses on their transcript. You want to just designate that when you write down the name of the course, you write down the name of the course and then level two on there and then the grade and the amount of credit. So um, the courses that you will use that on are courses that are not in their selected major or uh, if they're heading for community college. All right. Now, most of the courses on the transcript need to be a level three at least, though, really. So you want to have very few level twos um, and really concentrate on the level three. So level threes is what we call college prep. And most textbooks um, that require some concentration um, are written at college prep. So Apologia, Bob Jones, um, Abeka, so you know the traditional textbook orientations are um, written at college prep level. So you would write on the transcript, um, you know, like Algebra One or American History or Biology, and you would say Level Three along with the amount of credit and the grade. And so you put all that information on how they earned that credit, 
down in a legend. And I'll be sure in the show notes to, to put some pictures in there so that you can um, figure out how to make that look on the transcript. Okay, so what I want to concentrate now on are the powerful credits and how to make those show up on the transcript. So, and I'm talking about the advanced and honors credits. So an advanced in our area is a level four and honors is level five. So the advanced is just leveling up, um, doing a little bit extra. And um, I don't want to concentrate on that so much right now. It's just doing a little bit of extra work. The level five is really your powerful credit. And if a kid is is concentrating, um, you know, developing his transcript towards a certain college major, so he's going to be an English major, a history major, a science major, he wants to make sure he has a couple of courses that are level five, the honors credits that are really, really rigorous. So we would compare that to the amount of rigor um, that an AP course would have. Only on our transcripts, we're not allowed to put an AP designation to a course um, unless it's a college board certified um, AP course because college board owns that term AP. So we, we do the equivalency by, by calling it a level five or an honors um, course. So on the transcripts we write, you know, language arts, level five, honors, and then we put the amount of credit and a grade. So how do you make a course so rigorous that it earns a respected, um, powerful honors credit? So what you do is you work really hard. And so basically, a teen working on a powerful honors credit is doing about double the work that they would do from a college prep course. So rather than simply doing the college prep textbook, they are also earning um, extra hours by doing extra work. And so you want to build that extra work in the interest areas they have um, for that credit. So let's say they were doing um, British literature. So if they were using the Seven Sisters um, British literature course, they would have a guide at the front of the the literature guide bundle um, that tells them how many books that they're going to read extra beyond what they have done with the, the basic books they're reading for college prep and, um, and the literature guides that they have done. So according to their age and the grade, they'll read extra books. So it'll be, it'll be like 18 books probably for a ninth grader, um, can be up to 50 books for a senior. And there are ways to make that happen. So I'm going to put links in the show notes so nobody has a cow about that because you don't read you know, 50, um, you know, Les Miserables, you, you read some books of the Bible, which can be very short and they count too. So you can read Jude in 10 minutes. So, okay. Um, so you're doing kind of double the, the credit. So if you are thinking, okay, I've got a textbook that I like and it is average or college prep and I'm going to double that. So approximately 16 extra books, if you're in history or science, will double that. And so a teen would read 16 extra books in interest areas. Um, you know, so you want to develop an interest. Like if they uh, want to be a biology major in college 
and they love birds, then you would have them read um, books about, you know, bird migration or understanding bird song or understanding, you know, bird communities in the communal birds or the life of famous ornithologists. And so they could, could develop a special interest in ornithology or if they had an, an interest in, um, you know, reptiles, they would build um, some books there. If they had some extra interest in, you know, mammals, they would build some books there so they could have a mix and match also. But they want to do that in areas of interest because basically we're developing future academians who at college level are really going to pick fields of specialization and, and develop sparkle in that area. Like they, they work on becoming an expert in a certain field. And um, so you start doing that in high school just by building interests. Okay. You also have them write a short summary of each book without, you know, killing themselves, but, you know, to write a summary of that. So they could do 16 books and then that would build that honors credit. And that's, that's a fair amount of work, but it is supposed to be at um, an honors level. Honors is supposed to be a very rigorous credit. Another way to do that is to log an extra Carnegie unit's worth of credit. And so in each state, the amount of um, time that a Carnegie unit earns is a little bit different. So in our area, in the state of Delaware, it's 135 hours. A lot of states, it's 180. Some states, it's 120 hours. So you say, I need my kid to earn somewhere between 120 and 180 extra hours of developing an interest. And that can be um, going on field trips, um, doing projects, writing some research papers, um, which is really a great idea. You can pull in, um, you know, they need to write a research paper and essays and um, things like that for their language arts credit. Well, why not make that um, requirement for language arts their science paper that's also earning them credit um, for their um, built-in science or history um, credits at the honors level. So you kind of get two for the price of one, writing papers and logging hours for that. Um, if they do um, some volunteer work in the field, um, so if they were interested in psychology or sociology and wanted to build some honors credit in that, and they did some volunteer work at the local rescue mission, um, that they could log some of those hours um, in that, you know, learning the human dynamics of people who have a different life. So that's a, a, yeah, a way to build those extra hours. So you want to make those 120 to 180 hours very useful for your team. Like it needs to be something that is meaningful to them that they can get excited about. Because again, what you're doing is developing a future academician who has learned how to, to build a specialty and make a name for themselves. So getting the, the introduction to that kind of thing in building honors credits. So keep really good logs and hopefully your teens are mature enough to do that for themselves because we're developing independent learners. And so as they log those hours, they can see their progress towards their goal and know that they are developing a, a good transcript 
um, to help them get into the college that they prefer. So, okay, let me review. So they want to earn a college prep credit with a textbook plus the extra equivalent of a credit um, in either books or earned hours, you know, Carnegie unit hours or combination thereof. So like eight books and, you know, approximately 68 hours. So it's a double credit, but on the transcript, they only get one credit for it, but they also have the honor of writing like biology, level five honors, one credit, A. And when the the college admissions officers see that, they go like, oh my goodness, look at this teen. That's pretty awesome. So it helps to um, make them attractive to the colleges. So does, does that make sense? So if you ever get confused by uh, the, the a jumble of information that we have to do verbally here, if you just search honors credit at sevensistershomeschool.com, um, there, we have lots of posts on um, building that honors credit in different subjects so you can get some more concrete ideas. And it really is for teens when they're developing an interest, they feel so engaged it is so much fun to actually earn that honors credit because the, the extra work, even though it's rigorous and it, it requires organization and time, it's meaningful to them. And they come out with a nice expertise in an area that they would never get from just reading through an average level or a college prep level text. Does, does that make sense? Like you're actually building some expertise for your team. So. And it's in an area of their choice. So they are making their specific targets um, for, for developing those expertises. So you can imagine if they went for an interview at a college and, you know, could discuss some of the things that they developed during their, um, their honors credit earning, um, it would be very impressive to the people at the college. So, so again, you, when they earn that credit, you show that on the transcript. So the name of the course, the level five, and that honors designation, plus the one credit and the grade that they earn. And then you put a key down at the bottom of the transcript that says how they earned that credit. And you do it very briefly. And again, check the show notes and we'll show you some samples there. So it's, it's not really um, complicated. It gets crowded on the transcript, but well worth the effort. So may as well do that. So now for kids who are going into the, the workforce, um, they don't need to build these honors level credits unless it's just an area of interest. For kids who are going to apply to a highly competitive college, um, they are going to need a lot of the honors credits. So you start thinking at ninth grade. They will need at least one honors credit every year. And what you want to say is how many can my kid earn each year in the core classes? So that's language arts, social studies, math and science in those core areas. How many honors credits can my teen healthily um, engage in? Because if they're going to a competitive college, that's going to be life for them. If they're going to a more mid-level college or a a private school or community college, um, just pick one each year and and let them choose that and and work together on how they're going to build that honors credit. Like you don't want to 
not have a teen's buy-in, they need to say, you know, this is how I want to develop this, this credit because they need to have that independent learning and the ownership of the credit. All right. So if you if you need help, you know, specific guidance, we'd love to do coaching at sevensistershomeschool.com. And so if you just look for the coaching tab, we can get you hooked up. Usually it's uh, working with me and we can do a session on uh, in this specific course. Um, This is how we would do this with your child. Or, you know, what's lots of fun and it's free is hop over to the Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook group. So if you're already a friend on our page, um, hit the extra group tab and get into the group. And we have lots of conversation. Just the other day, we were conversing on how for an average learner, you could have a really fun social studies curriculum um, that that was a lot of hands-on learning. And so we were sharing ideas back and forth on that. So we'd love to answer questions and um, everybody, all of us six sisters and the um, seventh sisters, which is you, because there's six of us, um, and you are our seventh sister. We share ideas back and forth on that Facebook group. So join us over there. Also, if you can, hop over to iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast and um, give us some stars and, and a review because that helps um, Apple to show us to more people. And uh, that way, other homeschool high school moms can get the encouragement that we are are trying to share back and forth with each other. Okay, well, that'll be enough for today. And uh, this is going to be really good for your teens. The kids who need that honors credit, you want them to really lean into it, work hard, but enjoy it. They'll be glad that you did that. Okay, we will see you next week. This has been the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by 7sistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.